everyone, welcome to another exciting edition of the Closet Nerd Podcast. On the other line is Adam Bevel. Adam, thanks for being on hello, our show. Hello, hello, hello. I mean, you know, it's 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 our show. The only thing I do now, so I'm, I've, I've got I've got time, man. So it's, uh, it's our livelihood. It's it's uh, it's what we look forward to. I mean, I got I got to pay I got to pay the bills somehow. Yeah, man. I'm, those... I'm waiting for uh, what is it? Uh, Bomba socks to you know hit us up and we'll be rolling in it. Done. Yeah, dude, that's uh that's the dream. That's uh that's what we live get, for here. That, that get that get that Bomba socks money. Yeah. That uh that that bark box money. You know. Well, now that you uh now that you don't have if you are on Facebook, you don't get to live vicariously through all the likes that we get on our uh, on things I share. It's a solid like oh. six consistently. Six. Oh likes. fuck! All right. Well, if I ever get back into the Facebook game. Because uh, I actually, I just, uh, today, actually, this week, I got a job as a substitute teacher. Oh, um, congrats. And, yeah, in, uh, in, like, some of the Chicago schools, and I'm like, I do not want any child. Ryan, <laughs> like, it's like, I'm never going to give them my first, it's like, it's like, I wish I had, like, a very easy, like, last name, like, Smith or something. But it's like, if they search double, they're not going to. They're gonna find a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like I don't. I'm not, it's, just, it's just like a recipe for disaster. So I may never go back. I don't know. <laughs> they will. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to appreciate your hot takes, man. You were the. Uh, yeah. You were the hot take, man, for the wall. Dude, I mean, I, I mean, again, I think I oversaturated the market a little bit with the <laughs> with the Facebook hot takes, and uh, now you know, I again, I think I think that people will be will be wanting. Um, so who knows? All right. <laughs> God. All right. So let's uh, let's give people a rundown. So we'll start with, uh, of course, what we picked up this week. Um, we're going to talk about Pokemon Go, as you uh, so graciously put it. Pokemon Go Apocalypse. 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 Yeah. Yes. Uh, Marvel reboots again. We'll talk about that. You get your Nova wish list. Uh, you finally get what you're looking for, and then some images of it reboot surface. So some exciting yeah. stuff. Um, we yeah, I think have... that's enough. Yeah. No, that's a that's gonna be a hell of a that's that's that'll give us yeah. plenty to talk about. That's for sure. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Well, let's uh let's start with what, what we picked up. What have you uh What have you been reading so far? What are you watching? What are you playing? Give me the uh, give me the. Well, load. I uh let's see. What have I been? I, I I started watching whatever the latest season of Family Guy was because I'm oh. trash. Oh wow! Um, and just as a as a like because I love that show like when it was on like when it was on Adult Swim when I was like in fourth grade yeah. and I'd like, I'd like stay up really late and I'd watch it. And it was like my introduction to like, humor. and it's this weird thing of like, I now get off, I got, I found the references to that first and then what found my pop culture later. Um, but I just like, just like a, a security blank. I go back to it. It's trash. Like I'm trash for watching it. It's a trash show, but like <laughs> it's something nice to have on the background and on the background while I play like my, my Marvel, the jeweled game. Um, and then uh, I picked the only comic I picked up this week was Thunderbolts uh, number two. Um, but everything that I picked up last week, with the exception of that, got canceled. Um, X Men '92 got uh, got knocked out, and then um, uh, what was it? Uh, Nova's restarting, which we'll we'll get into. Yeah. Okay. Um, how um, you, how you that, that's on, about it. How you feel, how you feeling about Thunderbolts so far? I, I I like it. I think that especially knowing that like okay, I can continue on it because I was I was reading it. And I was kind of like this is this is okay. I I could keep reading this. Um, but then once I when I saw that okay, well it's gonna it's gonna keep going. It's not just gonna be like a, a little thing. It's like okay, there might be there might be reason for me to get into it. Oh, I also uh, I finally got uh, all those X Men Legends. Um, and those things are those things oh, are yeah. sick. I, I, those uh, those those look really good and. Uh, I've got, you know, just my what will eventually become our, um, what will what will be our, what will become part, uh, a central part of our of our apartment is just getting is getting really good. Our our home decor. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that, that's about that's about it. Okay. Um. Well, I guess I'm trying to think of. Um. I haven't. I only picked up one comic, and it was the uh, it was issue number two of the flesh and then issue number two of batman for comics i have yet to read them yet i'm actually still i i read the rebirth of the flesh and i started reading the first one i haven't finished it which is 
ridiculous because they're like 12 pages, but I just haven't gotten through it yet. So I need to watch that. I read through that. Um, I officially finished Daredevil, which, wow, so good. I'm yeah. excited for um, – I'm, as much as I like Daredevil, I'm more excited for The Punisher. Um, that's gonna yeah. be fun. That'll be super fun. Um, so did that. I picked up NBA 2K15 for like ten bucks to play with the new guys the Bulls acquired. Things you don't care about, but um, just to see how I feel about them. And as I anticipated, they're awful. So hooray! And beyond that, I am. I'm about to start a new show. I forget what it was called. Um, it's a Netflix original. Oh, let me let me look through it here. It's with um, who the hell is it? It's the guy from um, it's the guy from Friday Night Lights. Oh, uh, Bloodlines. Bloodlines. Yes, I'm about to start that show. Uh, I've heard good things about that. I've heard good things, and I'm start. I'm about to watch uh, Fundamentals of Caring, which is a movie with Paul Rudd and Selena Gomez and some kid that's been in some movies, but um. It's a uh, it's basically like a Paul Rudd esque movie that Netflix put together. So I'm oh yeah, I mean Paul, Paul, Paul Rudd is I, I have watched so much crap with Paul Rudd in it because Paul Rudd's in it. Yeah, exactly. So so I'm gonna that, I'm that gonna, one where he's the uh, he's the like I don't know he's not it's him and Tina Fey and like Tina Fey is like the Stanford just admissions person or whatever. Yes. garbage. But I was like, okay, Tina Fey and Paul Rudd, I'm in. Well, yeah, I mean that's all you have to tell me. You tell me that anytime and I'll watch that movie. So. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the exact same way. Um, but he was in um, if you if you ever get the chance, you should you should check out um, what is it called? Um, Prince Avalanche. That's a good movie. What movie? Prince Avalanche. Avalanche. Like Avalanche. Yeah, it's like um, he he's basically like a um, he's like a worker. There, him and his. He's related to his wife, Paul Rudd's wife, this kid that he's working with. And they're basically just like creating roads in like a forest preserve or like a park or something like that. So it's a good movie. Nothing really happens oh. throughout it, but it's a good movie. So, yeah, I was going to say, like, if, if anyone recommends it, because I was like, I was worried. I'm like, if this is a movie about like someone getting stuck in the snow, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I think, I think it might just be the Chicago Winters. I can't like. I still haven't watched The Revenant, and like um, I, I want to so bad. But I'm just like I, if I could. I'm going to be cold and miserable for six months out of the year. I, I'd rather not like watch it as my escape. Yeah, I uh, I actually I wasn't a huge fan of that movie. I can see why Leo won the Academy Award. He's definitely had better performances. I think it was just kind of like, well, he has to win one type of deal. Um, but I wasn't uh, I wasn't a huge fan of The Revenant. I um I, I liked Leo's performance and overall I mean it's an okay movie but it's not a movie I'm like oh I gotta watch The Revenant again so good this one scene you know where he fights the bear for twelve hours you know that's what I gotta watch again so I don't know but um yeah that's about all I've been doing I mean just kind of hanging out working a bunch playing a lot of Pokemon Go's we'll get into here in a little bit but uh oh yeah that's about it though so um yeah all right well, let's let's go into Pokemon Go let's okay. uh let's really really uh get into it so you're okay. playing it i am playing it it is beyond fun um the best part about this game is literally just um i mean the the, the aspect that you mentioned before of just kind of people watching is probably my favorite part about it um but i not only have i been enjoying pokemon go um through my internship i have here at the ames tribune I originally, so Pokemon Go got released on like, I think it was like last Wednesday or something like that. Wednesday or Thursday or something like that, almost a week ago. Um, and when it did that, I said something to my editor, I was like, hey, um, you know, I know you don't know anything about Pokemon. He's a 55-year-old man with two kids that are like six and nine, like, you know, missed the Pokemon craze. Um, so he really has yeah. no clue what it is, doesn't really give a shit. Um, so I was kind of like, hey, um, so this game's going to probably be like decently big, at, you know, it merges augmented reality with Pokemon. Like that alone is going to like, you know, drive some people in. Should we do a story on it? And he's kind of like, uh, you know what? No, like I don't, I don't see like some of our viewership really caring to be honest. I'm like, okay, cool. So the weekend goes by and Pokemon Go kind of just absolutely blows up. Like uh, living right next to a campus, school campus is awesome because there are so many different waypoints. Um, almost any type of, 
I mean, monument, sculpture, building of any type of significance is going to be a waypoint where you can get uh, Pokeballs, potions, revives, you get eggs for different Pokemon, and it also attracts more Pokemon to certain areas. And being on a college campus, you get all sorts of different terrain right next to each other. So like, I'm next to a sculpture that kind of looks like a mountain that considers a, a spot that's considered a spot for like mountain type Pokemon right next to a lake. I get like Magikarps and Goldeens and water type Pokemon all throughout campus, like certain wooded areas or like grassy areas. You'll find, I mean, all your grass type Pokemon, Pikachus, things like that. And then like randomly rare Pokemon will roll through. So with everyone playing that game, um, he saw through the weekend how many people were just not only playing this game, but were so beyond distracted that they were either driving their cars in like just ridiculous fashion, walking in front of cars, walking places they weren't paying attention to. So he actually emailed me Sunday night and was like, hey, um, when you come in on Monday, you're going to have to explain to me this Pokemon stuff because I think we're going to have to write a couple stories on it. So um, <laughs> we came in, we talked about it, I put together a Pokemon story and uh, he wanted me to reach out and just go and talk to people out there. Um, so I did, and the cool part about it was I actually reached out to some of the grad students at the Virtual Reality Center here on campus. Um, Iowa State does a lot of research with virtual reality, and because of that, I got a ton of nerding out grad students that were like, yes, I will definitely give you a quote for Pokemon, you know, come do this. So, like, I only grabbed a couple quotes from, like, two people, but I had, like, overall, like, 10 or 12 students, like, reach out to me just being like, yo, let's talk Pokemon. So they actually invited me to their virtual reality center. For those of you who don't know, Iowa State is actually on the forefront of virtual reality, the school I go to, in case you didn't know. I go to Iowa State. I live in your name's Iowa. Um, and they let me inside of that. I got to play with a ton of cool virtual reality stuff, like the HTC Vive, the HoloLens. I got to mess around with the Oculus Rift. I actually played some Valkyrie with the, the Oculus Rift. It's pretty sweet. I'm actually putting up, I, I took some video of me messing around with some of it, but uh, I'll post that up here at some point for those of you who uh, follow me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. But um, it was um, it was pretty freaking cool. And it's all because of Pokemon. So I never would have thought that I would accomplish more uh, with Pokemon than I have anything with anything else in my college career. So that's my little uh, rant. And yeah. <laughs> No, it, it sounds it sounds cool. I'm uh, I'm not playing it. Of course, um, not. which isn't you know I know people be like oh you know contrarian Adam you know this and that. <laughs> uh, I'm not playing. It's not that I'm not playing it because it's it's popular. Um, I just I have no interest in it. Um, I liked Pokemon as a kid. I think I think all of us you know did. We were part of that that initial that initial craze. I had all the games. First, I played the games up until I played Red to Death played a little bit of silver, didn't like it. Um, but you know, I loved red and, uh, you know, I loved all the cartoons and stuff, but it just, it never had the staying power to me that things like, uh, Marvel did, or like, you know, I love, I love Pokemon and then Gundam came around and that was like, that was the next thing I do. Uh, Pokemon was the reason I, I learned how to read though. Because for a long time, for a long time uh, in first grade, they were they put me in remedial reading classes. They thought I was like, I was like really dumb, and like I just wasn't getting it. And it turns out I just needed like a good book, and I just read all the I read all I read all the Pokemon games, um, which were just the TV show, were just the uh, novelization of the TV shows. So I do I do a Pokemon a great deal, but it just. Um, you know, I can make all the jokes I want. I just, you know, like, you know, you would give that, I think people would give that thing their social security number if it asked. Um, oh, for sure. But it's, you know, it's not, I don't like dislike the craze. I don't, um, you know, I think it's interesting. I think it's a cool virtual reality thing. Um, there, there are a lot of things about it that I think are uh, interesting and worthy of talking about. And I think that it's a, it's a super creative idea. I just don't have a, and I, you know, I just don't have a huge connection to beyond, beyond the nostalgia yeah. of, you know, I, I like it, but I don't have a huge connection to the, the property. Okay. Um, and you know, I mean, I, I loved it as a kid, but it, it just, it wasn't something that like I, I ended up going back to, it wasn't something like Gundam or Dragon Ball Z or, um, or, you know, reboot or, you know, any of those had a game like this, I'd be, I'd be in, 
I'd be, I'd be so in. But it just, it just doesn't, there's, you know, there's just kind of no, uh, it, it just, it just doesn't register. It, it'd be like, it'd be like if it was like a, a really good, like Star Trek game. It just, it just has little to no, uh, little to no. And I, I understand, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be mad at anyone who's playing it. Like, I, I think it's oh, great. Yeah. I think it's an awesome, I think it's an awesome concept. I just have, uh, I have little to no, uh, real interest or, or, or skin in the game on it. But I think it's, I think it's very cool. Um, and I, I think it's great. You know, it's, I, I think that one of the things about getting older is like, I'm happy that people who like this thing have this thing that is great. Yes. Like I'm, I'm happy that there's, I'm happy that people who, who like this, this franchise and to, like get a great piece of that franchise. And I remember feeling that when, like when I was in the, like, you know, when, when the new Star Wars came out, like I was part of that. Like I was like, yeah, this is, this is great. Like I'm, I'm happy. Like I'm happy to be part of this, but this is just kind of something that, I'm just a, a little bit outsider on, and also my, my I'm on the I'm still on an iPhone four, um, and it's just like it, it is on its last leg, and I think the amount of memory or battery, which even if I wanted to get into it, the memory or battery would just uh, yeah would just kill it. I uh, um, I, have a, I have an iPhone six, and it, it destroys my battery, so I can't imagine what the situation would be. For yeah, me. no, it, it'd be it'd be it just it just break my phone. I'm trying I'm trying to keep the phone alive for at least uh, at least another year. Um, I'm trying to get five years out of this thing. Um, so, I, can, I can respect it. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know how, you remember how long I, I held on to like all my phones and like, I, I had like the same phone, I think all through high school. Yeah. It's, it's like the same one, like not even like a new model, just like the same, the same goddamn phone. The literal, literal same phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, I, I can understand where you're coming from with a lot of this Pokemon stuff. Um, see, I'm actually probably the exact opposite way. Whereas Pokemon opened the door for me for like Dragon Ball Z, for Gundam. And uh, I would always come back to Pokemon just because I was a big player of Game Boy games and whatnot, especially like on road trips. Like my like oh, my yeah. life was my Game Boy. So I mean, I, went, I played through almost all the Game Boy or Pokemon games. Um, I actually have, um, fun fact, I actually have the original uh, Pikachu edition uh, Game Boy that came with a uh, yellow version. So my oh, Game yeah, Boy... Yeah. Yeah, it's the yellow and blue one with Pikachu, Togepi, and Jigglypuff on it. It's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. We still have that somewhere. It's probably my attic somewhere. But uh, I, I'm the exact opposite way. But um, I can... Uh, well, like, I can... for me... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the, the, first, uh, the first console I ever got was Game Boy Color. Okay. Um, and, like, the first game I got... The first, the first video game I ever owned was Red Version. Oh, okay. Um, so, so like, again, like, it was definitely a, like, you know, it was the first game I ever owned. I think it's the first game I ever beat. Um, it, I, I, I loved it to death. It just, it didn't have, again, it's, I think it's a, with kids our age, like it's almost, uh, please, please let me finish this metaphor before you, it's, it's like nine eleven. Like it's just something that I think everyone, everyone like was, touched by and everyone like has memories of like it's I don't think there's anyone I know that doesn't have a Pokemon memory who doesn't like have some connection to it um it just I also don't love turn-based RPGs just in general um like I I, I like that game but like I didn't like it enough to ever like go back to it um I'm more of like a I I like you know the waiting just kind of like bums me out um so I uh I don't know I just I just I just couldn't like it was it was a starting point. I don't think I would have loved Dragon Ball Z uh, and like Gundam the way I did, but I ultimately loved those more because I think that the the universe and the um, the story was I think a little bit I don't know how the Dragon Ball Z story was a little bit deeper. But the, like when Gundam Wing came out, like I remember that was like one of something I was obsessed with, and you know you had like kind of like deep characters and motivations and that kind of thing. Yes, Gundam Wing was a fantastic series. I agree with that. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll watch that sometime. Okay. Before I move from the Pokemon uh, talk here, what do you think about the people that are just really hating on Pokemon? Because there's, a, I feel like this game has very is is very much identified the age groups of you know like where Pokemon kind of stops being applicable and where people start getting annoyed with it. Um, there's even people that are our age that get you know that aren't really super thrilled with it. But what do you think overall about the people just kind of collectively frustrated with people running around trying to catch Pokemon on their phone? I mean, they're, 
Okay, now I to be fair, I you know I, I'm maybe not the best person to ask this, as I am a hot take curmudgeon king. Yes. Um, and everything that anyone likes is stupid, but it's so harmless. It's so, like it'd be different if like you know it's like hey you can only catch these these Pokemon at military recruiting centers. Like then we could have the talk about it. Like and I'd be like okay we need to we need to sit down we need to have a have a talk about this. Um, but I, you know, it's just like, it doesn't affect anyone. Like, I, I mean, obviously, don't do it while you're driving a car, but it's not like this is the yeah. first time people have used smartphones while driving a car. And, you know, don't don't walk out into traffic, but this isn't the first time people have used smartphones to walk into traffic. Yeah. And, and it won't be the last. It, it, <laughs> no, it won't. I mean, I'm not sure how much staying power this game will have. Um, I honestly, I feel like it's an it's a it's an app crave like you had with you know birds of you know words of friends you know Angry Birds things like that like I feel like it has like a month or two months and then eventually it'll die down. There'll be Pokemon players that are going to be relatively you know loyal to the game and stick with it for a while. Um, but I feel like unless they add a multiplayer aspect of it, uh, it's going to probably eventually peter out like you're anticipating. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I shouldn't say because they, because I think that this is the first. Because I remember someone was telling me something like, with every Pokemon game, they lose the same amount of fans as they gain. Okay. Um, that like a certain group of kids get too old for it, and that same number of kids come into it. And this is like this is very much focused on that first gen. I don't think anyone our age would have touched it if it wasn't. Yes. Um, and so, but, you know, this might be a way for them to kind of revitalize this, this, this seems like the first Pokemon game in eight, because I mean, like, we know people like, I mean, there were kids that we knew, like Justin is a perfect example of someone who still played Pokemon. Um, you know, kids, kids that we, we knew in high school, but this is the first time, like, this is very kind of universally liked. And I think it's also a good example of kind of what we were getting at in the first episode of how accepting mainstream society has become a kind of nerddom. If this thing had come out when we were in junior high, it would not be universally loved. You wouldn't have all these kids playing it. It would be this weird, it'd be this weirdo thing. Yeah. No, people would absolutely, would be, would be shitting on it to be, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, I mean, again, I don't know if anyone, I mean, I don't know if anyone, in, I don't know anyone in junior high at this point, um, but I think that they would all, you know, they all love Minecraft and Minecraft, you know, I talk with like, you know, I shouldn't say I don't know anyone in junior high, the kid who I, who I taught is in junior high, but all of his <laughs> friends love Minecraft. Um, and I think that it's a, it's a good example of like, on one hand, I'm like, listen, okay, but no one can ever give me shit anymore for my Marvel Bejeweled game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they, can all, they can all fuck off. Um, but like, it's, uh, it's like a, it's, it's just cool. Like I, I love seeing. Well, it doesn't resonate with me, and it doesn't interest me. I love seeing what I think is, from everything I've seen, is a quality product. Yes. For a group, you know, to, to see people like really light up and remember what they like about their childhood, I think, and I, to some extent, I don't know if Pokemon is timeless. Um, but I think those first hundred and hundred and fifty for kids our age. I think if this came out even 10 years, it's like 10 years in the future, our generation would still be playing. I, uh, I agree. I do think, I do think our generation and probably about like, I would say give or take two to three years more or less than us are probably that like demographic that are going to probably, no matter what, will probably always kind of a soft spot for Pokemon just because it's like the, it's like, I don't know, it's like Cabbage Patch Kids. It's like, you know, right. whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's just Teenage that, like, Ninja Turtles. But... Yeah, it's that niche like thing that came out and was brand new when we were around. You know, it's not like it's Batman or Spider Man or a superhero. Right. Package. It's something that was new and existed right then and there, and we were part of that craze, and we were the reason it got so big. So, I think everyone. Well, and this thing. Yeah, and this seems like I mean, it's a really a quality. It's not like you know, because I could see if you were someone who grew up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you watched this new movie, it's like this is a piece of shit. Like this is something that has has been very kind of lovingly crafted, I think, um, 
I mean, obviously, I think it's been focus group to death, and they've figured out how to, you know, make money off it and, you know, what people like. But it seems to have been very lovingly put together. Um, and the only real issue I kind of have around it is it's, it's more of an issue I kind of have with, I think, a lot of things that our generation likes is that, like, people are out to prove that, like, this is, this is an objectively a good thing. This is objectively a good thing. Like, oh, it's helping people with social anxiety and this and that. I'm like, just, just say you like it. It doesn't right. have to be, you know, kind of, it doesn't have to be, because how many, how many fucking think pieces have come out about, oh, it's helping this person and that person and this is like, like, it, just, just say you like it. You don't have to prove it's saving the world. You just, just say you like it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's, that's really my only complaint with it. Um, but no, it, it's, it's really cool to see something it doesn't seem like a cash grab. Um, I mean, I'm sure they're making a ton of money off it, but it doesn't seem like a cash grab. And I, uh, uh, what was I going to say? I had something. Um, it, uh, you know, the other thing is like, I think that it also appeals to an age group. I think Nintendo has had a hard time engaging. Um, yes, yes they have. Because, you know, because, you know, what, 18 to 25-year-olds, 26, 27-year-olds, aren't Nintendo's core demographic. Um, but, you know, and, and I think that this has maybe allowed them to to know how to reach them, that maybe Nintendo will, you know, start doing this with more of their properties. Maybe we'll start seeing, you know, alternative reality um, Zelda games or, you know, something like that, um, which, which would be, you know, I'm not into Zelda, that'd be cool, or... You know, something like that. I mean, Nintendo's always been kind of at the forefront of things. Um, I think it's I think it's really cool. I don't have any interest in playing it, but I'm really happy for everyone involved in it, and I hope it continues to be something good. I hope it continues. To, I hope it. You know, I hope it isn't an app craze. I hope it's something that that lasts. Yeah, I hope so too. I think it's. I think it's something fun, exciting. It's just a. I think the interesting thing too we haven't hit on is it has getting people to actually be active and move around. Uh, something that you know maybe they. I don't think it was the main purpose of Nintendo, but they definitely wanted to make something like this, like Pokemon, be you know action based and motion and moving around and doing things. And plus, it just it makes it interesting and easy for everyone to kind of get involved in. So I, right. I agree, and I and I I think it's a little ridiculous that people are kind of you know, judging or getting upset that people are playing Pokemon. It's like, you know what, why, what does this, what does this have to do with you? You know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, if you don't, because I mean, I don't see anything, you know, other than, I mean, there's nothing about it. It's like, yeah, like you're sharing a lot of personal information, but it's like, we're, we're past that. Everyone's on Facebook. Every, it's, it's not like we're, it's not like this is the line where we finally cross. Yeah. Right. And like, like it, it's not okay. It's like, if you're going to rally against information culture, it's like, do it a hundred different other fucking ways. Although I'm sure the NSA is like, oh, we should have Pokemon. That's how we could have gotten everyone to give away their information. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and I, I think, you know, this has been a politically and in the news, this has been a very stressful week. Um, it's been a very hard week, I think, for, for a lot of people. And I think yes. it's, it's nice to see something that I don't think overshadows it, but it's just nice to see something that like, Oh, Hey, there's also something that just gives people pure joy. Um, and you know, I, I think we, I think we need more of that. So I, uh, while I will likely not be playing it anytime soon, um, unless I get somehow wrangled in, but, um, I, I, I don't really have much interest in it, but I'm glad it's out there, man. I'm, and I think I think of all of the properties that would really lend themselves well to like a virtual re- if we're trying to do these kind of augmented reality games, like that's perfect. Yeah, that's no, it's, it, it is it is the perfect property for it, um, and they, they've implemented it super well. So again, full steam ahead um, with that. I would like a Digimon one, but you know, <laughs> you're not. The first I like person Digimon. Heard, I, you're not the first person I've heard say that actually. So that's funny. I like Digimon, man. Digimon is cool. That's like Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher. Show, Holy crap. I've not seen that for that show was, That show was dope. Although, if, if it's, like, it's like, okay, what's the one like augmented reality thing you want? It's like, I want, you remember that show Reboot? Yes. Oh my God. That's yeah. so funny you, you said that. I literally was just looking it up. I couldn't remember what the name of that show was. Yeah, that would be, that would be sick. But again, that doesn't, that doesn't, I think that's only like 
big in Canada, and even then, it's not that big. But maybe I'll, maybe if that if that happens, I'll finally move to Canada and just live my live out my reboot dreams. <laughs> That's the dream. All right. Speaking of reboots, um, you've got some oh shit. I know. Look at that. I'm so good at this now. Um, <laughs> and we've ruined the smoothness. Um, <laughs> oh man. The uh, the Marvel reboots. Um, they're doing it again. What are your what are your takes on overall? And kind of go through the main titles that are getting rebooted. So it it's not quite a reboot. Um, it's like it's kind of a soft. They're taking a they're taking a bunch of titles back to uh, number one, and they're kind of starting off this. Uh, I can't remember it, like this new divide or this new world or kind of thing after Civil War. Um, and there was a big reveal this week that the Hulk was killed. Bruce Banner was killed this week. Sure. Um, in Civil War II, um, and they're they're doing what's you know Marvel Now 2.0, which they did Marvel Now. Um, uh, when was that? It was after some event. I can't remember. It was it was a couple of years ago, and it, it went over really well. Um, and I think uh, so. They're just re- they're rebooting some titles. Um, some titles are being taken back to number one. Um, are being introduced with new characters. I know Tony Stark is, as Iron Man is now out. Um, he, the Iron Man is now being held by, um, um, blanking on the name, but it's a, it's a new character, a new, she's a black girl. Um, and then Dr. And then Dr. Doom is also going to be, um, a new Iron Man. Um, so they're, they're messing around, they're messing around with some stuff. Um, Venom is going to have a number one. Um, and it seems like he will be back on earth, which is a, a major change as for, as far as what we've seen. Um, a bunch of a bunch of kind of like new titles that they had though uh, kind of got axed, and, and we'll we'll go through that a little bit. There's a there's a list of all the new ones and all the old ones on IGN um, that you can pull up. Uh, um, but it's uh, I'm not I'm not looking at it right now. But no, it, uh, I'll pull it up. Um, I mean, there's there's some things I really like about it, and we'll get into the the main one. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it its own little time and its own little subject. So I'm I'm a little bit biased on it. Um, it doesn't seem like quite like hard reboot. It seems like they they did their they did their kind of hard reboot last year. Yes. And now they're kind of they're like they're saying okay, what works? Okay, we're keeping Kamala Khan, we're keeping Miles Morales, we're keeping Spider Gwen. Um, we're you know, and it's like hey, we're gonna cut uh, you know, we're gonna cut these these characters that didn't work. Um, I think Old Man Logan is done. I think. Um, Trying to th- Old Man Logan's done. I think uh, X Men '92 is done. Um, there's just like a bunch of other characters that you know they're they're taking Venom back to number one. Um, they're doing a cool Jindy Jindy Teraskovsky. I don't know his exact name. The guy who did uh, Samurai Jack and the Powerpuff Girls is writing and drawing a Luke Cage comic. Oh, um, that's actually very cool. That, 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 that looks really cool. And it's like going to be like a '70s like kind of black exploitation one, um, which is, you know, consistent with kind of those side things in Dexter's lab. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, there seem to be a lot of really cool titles in it. And I, um, I'm kind of critical of, cause it seems like there's such a focus on events now on, you know, secret wars and then civil war, and then it's going to be whatever comes next. And, and that, so they can always kind of come back to these number ones because the number ones sell instead of kind of building this universe. Mm. Um, and that bums me out a little bit because I would like to kind of have a, have a built universe instead of these kind of constant either hard reboots or soft reboots or semi reboots or, or anything like that. But, um, Oh, it's called divided. We stand, but it's kind of dealing with the new status quo post, uh, post civil war two, which I haven't been following at all. Uh, neither have I. Um, all I knew was I, I did know that I did know that uh, Tony Stark was being replaced by a black girl. That's about all I knew, though. Um, trying to find the new comics. It is a pain in the butt. I know I've got some comics that are being released uh, on July 13th, so yesterday. Uh, that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., All New X-Men, Civil War number 3, Spider-Man Civil War, or Amazing Spider-Man Civil War 2, sorry, Civil War 2, Issue 3 is what I meant to say. Um, choosing Sides, Gods of War, those are all Civil Wars. Um, you've got Daredevil, Dark Tower, Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy, Gwenpool, all the normal titles. So for right now, nothing really new is coming up, but I believe... Yeah, this target, starts in October. Yeah, I was going to say the target date was going to be October. So they're going to finish out some of the titles they have now. But yeah, right, basically what Civil War 2 
did is basically set the storyline for these new comics to roll out and it looks like for all intents and purposes it could be pretty interesting um some new twists some new turns and stuff that we i mean we'd hope they would do maybe a little bit more with the captain america series um yeah it seems like he's gonna be whether or not he, you know we can talk about the legitimacy of his villainy um it seems like he's gonna be a permanent fixture as the heel of this universe Yes. Um, for for at least a while until they reboot again. I think I've, I've been reading a lot of comic forums, and I think that they they need to. I think this is kind of the last reboot they can get away with for a while. I think they need to start focusing on, uh, you know, or not reboot, but like major un, unrolling of things. Um, I think they need to kind of continue on. I think that they are also because uh, Star Lord Peter Quill Star Lord is getting a number one. Um, Gamora is getting a number one and Rocket Raccoon is getting a number one. Um, so I think what they're trying to do with the new and, and the, there's another character that again, we'll, we'll get into. I think what they're trying to do is get, um, kind of get the cosmic Marvel back into what it was, um, for the, for the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Cause the Guardians of the Galaxy movie is really based on the, the DNA kind of, uh, 2006 ish to 2010 universe. Cause right now, you know, galactic Marvel, you know, it's like Venom is, is in space and the thing and Kitty pride is star Lord. And there's just like kind of all this weird stuff. And I think they're trying to get the, the, at least the cosmic universe back to what it was, uh, that the comics, that the, the movies based on to kind of get them on the same page. Yeah. I, I honestly, when it comes to this stuff, I, I actually haven't heard anything about it. I, I assumed with how things were, I mean, we knew things were going to be announced for Marvel just because a lot of their stories had become stagnant and not a lot of things were changing. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens. But. Yeah, I mean, they, they did the they did the Secret Wars to kind of to kind of shift things up, and I think it's I think it's good. I wish that every kind of major change wasn't unveiled like a like a you know huge thing it's like you know every everything is now this, this big celebration but i like the idea of they're saying okay you know daredevil and the punisher people love that that's gonna keep going kamala khan gonna keep going um uh devil dinosaur and moon girl gonna keep going and then we're gonna you know people don't like venom in space they like venom as you know this this evil villain thing yeah we're gonna cut that um just think that there's a there's a better way to go about it um but you know i, I think that I am more interested in the Marvel universe in the comic universe now than I have been in a while. Um, so, so I'm into it. And then the big news is that at the end of previews, which is where all this was announced, Mm -hmm. um, they have, they have announced that there's going to be a new Nova title. Um, and they have hinted heavily, um, at Richard Ryder Nova, which is, people who listen to us know is my, my favorite uh, superhero is going to be coming back after I think six years dead. Um, who he's a fan favorite. He's been uh, kind of replaced by the, the younger Nova. Um, and that, that's kind of huge news because that's been, that's been long requested. Um, they've done a lot of teasing for it and then just kind of like shifted it. Um, people are, are very interested in, in having that character back. And obviously I'm very interested in having that character back because I like that character a lot. Um, so that was kind of the big news for me. That was the big news for me this week. I'm not sure if you've read any of his stories. I've never, I've never read any of his stories. I've just heard from you and things I've read on different subreddits, like the Marvel subreddit on, on Reddit. So, but uh, no, I've not, but I am from what you're talking and from what I've heard from you and just kind of, what I've heard overall, I'm interested just because, I mean, if he's got such a huge following, he's clearly has to have some type of great background or storyline. So I'm interested to see how that goes. I'm familiar with Nova though. So. Yeah. I mean, and, and I've talked about like the Nova, Nova volume three issue one is kind of where all of the trappings of the modern Marvel like cosmic universe kind of come together and everything that the guardian, everything that guardians of the galaxy, as far as the movie goes, is really really kind of flows from those stories. Sure. Um, I know that James Gunn has said like he's not putting Nova in Guardians of the Galaxy two, but I think that they're trying to kind of set up for that. And if they are trying to get the kind of the cosmic universe back to where it was before, uh, you know, with with, with this uh, in in line with the MCU cosmic universe, yeah. 
um, I think that that's going to be uh, their uh, their way to do it is again starting with starting with Nova, and there hasn't been a creative team announced for it yet, um, which could be very interesting. I don't know if they'll get DNA back, um, which I'm blanking on the two guys that, that are there, but um, and I know that they kind of had a falling out with Marvel, but um, I, I would I would like to see them bring those characters, those two guys back. I think that would be great. Um, I hope that they. Because the reboot, it's it's Nova number one, um, and Nova had a I, I, Nova Sam Alexander Nova uh, also had a number recently had a number one, but that series isn't continuing, and I'm not we're not really sure what they're gonna do with that. Um, Sam is now part of the the Champions, um, which is gonna be like the the new Avengers, which is like Miles Morales, yeah, um, the newer Hulk, some of the X Men characters, right? Yeah, they're, they're younger, it's like a younger Avengers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's, he's, that character has had, I think, kind of a hard time. Um, I read that it was created as like kind of a tribute to the writer's dead kid, yes. um, which is which is fucking sad. I read that today, and I've also heard that, like, I, I wasn't aware, but apparently, like, Richard Ryder Nova fans are kind of, like, notoriously dicks um, oh, for really wanting their yeah, like really wanting their character and not like you know this and that, which again I, I didn't know about. I was just I kind of engaged with comics outside the internet um, for the most part. It's kind of something I do on my own, but I, I was kind of bummed finding out that they had a they had a bad reputation. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. It's one of the few characters that because like right now there are three Spider Men. There are two Captain Americas, there are two Iron Men, there are two Hulks for a bit, you know, there, there are all these kind of, there are going to be two Thors, um, there are all these different, you know, characters running around there are two versions and they kind of create reasons for it um, but Nova is one of the few characters that they're it's like built in that there can be more than one Yes. Um, and hopefully I think Sam Alexander has kind of found his niche alongside, especially in the cartoons, has found his niche alongside Spider-Man and uh, all of those characters um, as kind of part of these teams. I don't think he's been able, he's had much success alone. Um, so hopefully they'll do kind of Richard Ryder alone and let Sam do kind of the Earth stuff and then kind of establish this this larger cosmic universe. Yeah, that I mean, that, that would make the most sense. And I like what you said, the Novas are those type of, like it can be anyone, it can be multiple people. And so I think that's cool that they're utilizing that in a way that, you know, makes sense. So I am excited for this champions actually. I, I've really been waiting for them to find a way to utilize Miles Morales in a more not he he has to be in this alternate universe from Peter Parker type of stuff. And I think Amadeus Choi is a really cool uh Hulk as well. Character. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I haven't I haven't read anything with him. I, I need to get I think like once this once this new Nova book comes out, I'll probably jump in headway, which was kind of the same way I was with uh, with Marvel Legends. Like I didn't get like I didn't really get back into the figures until they released a Nova one, and yeah. also that, that when they put out, yeah when they put out a Nova one, it was like the fastest selling figure they've ever had, like at the time. Really? Um, so again, th- this is a, I'm glad they bring him back. It's obviously a character that that people want. I mean, for a character to not be for a character who's not like a Made, you know, there's never was like a. He was never part of a cartoon. Um, you know, he hasn't had a huge presence. Um, I mean, he was in Marvel vs. Capcom three, but that's about that's about it. For a character that is relatively minor, to be six years gone and people still kind of this to be this huge demand back. Um, I think that's a. I think that's a very good sign. I agree. I think it's gonna be fun. At the very least, like yeah. it's just nice. Marvel's Marvel's listening to what their fans want at least. You know, so. Right. So I like that. All right, let's uh let's roll into um the it reboot shots, which have kind of leaked here a little bit. Um, I never, I personally have never seen the movie it. I've read the book. Um, what? You have read the book, or you haven't read the book? I have read the book actually. Yeah. Okay. I I think I I think I picked it for a class for one of my um I think it was senior year. I had like we just I took like a lit themes class where I literally just read books. So. That was one of the books I read. I actually, I liked it. Really long book, but I liked it. So, um, what do you yeah. what do you think about? This? I mean, so far what we've seen is just literally just kind of like a faded out picture of the clown. Oh 
what's his name? Pennywise or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, looks kind of cool. What do you, uh, what, what have you heard and what do you think in here? I mean, that, the movie's kind of had a, 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 it had a very promising start and then it kind of, it turned out to be kind of a false start. Um, yeah. the person who was direct, who was attached to directing and writing it was, um, uh, Corey Fukunaga, I think is his name, who did, uh, who, uh, directed all of True Detective season one. Um, oh, okay. which obviously, obviously for me is, is huge. Yes. Yes. Um, so you you but, were probably, you were the reason I got into True Detective, so. Yeah, that that season one is, I think, arguably the best. I could argue the best eight episodes of television ever, um, or I I would argue. Um, but good. then, yeah, but yeah, but three weeks before it started, he pulled out, um, which was not very promising. Um, <laughs> but they've gotten I don't I forget his name, but he directed um, Mama, which oh. was a which was, was a so uh, weird, right? he's a yeah, he's a he's a Spanish horror film director, which is good because I, the Spanish are notorious for not shying away from killing kids in movies. <laughs> um, so I mean, this is this is the perfect one for it. Um, I know that you know for it came out a little bit before our time, but I I had night. Someone I remember explained it to me in my second grade, and I had nightmares about it. The concept. I wouldn't go in our basement after the sun went down. Um, I would. <laughs> terrified of a clown that lives in the a clown that lives in the pipes and eats children um for years for years and years and years um the uh the movie hasn't the 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 made for tv movie hasn't held up super great um because like i mean it's a made for tv movie hasn't held up super great like a lot of made for tv movies ever (laughs) Is there a movie, um, TV movie that's held up? Because I can't think of one. <laughs> I watched uh, I watched Nuremberg with uh, with Alec Baldwin, which was okay. But other than that, um, <laughs> yeah, made for TV movies just generally don't have the the production values. I mean, even the, no. the Stephen King and and Stephen King has been someone who's had a lot of made for TV movies. Um, but you know, Tim Curry in that movie is iconic. Um, mm-hmm. it has had it has had a stand. You know, I think that when we think of killer clowns, I think that even if we're not thinking that that book and that story have shaped so much, how we view kind of that trope, um, that it's, it's very important. Um, so I am, I'm super excited. I love the model. Um, obviously you can't tell a lot from the movie from just like a teaser image, but it looks, it looks creepy. Um, I'm I'm very excited about it. I'm not sure how I feel about the format, but I'm I'm very excited about it. Okay. I mean, yeah. I I don't like you said, I don't know what to expect just because like I've never seen the movie and I've definitely not seen the made for TV movie, but um I Oh no, uh, no, the ma- the movie is the made for TV. The, the movie is the made for TV movie. Oh, so they're one and the same. Oh, wow. So this They're one is... yeah, they're one and the same. It was it was like it's like a 3 hour it, it was it was actually aired on ABC. It was like distributed by um it was like distributed like on home video as like a movie. I don't remember I wouldn't go I figured out where it was in Blockbuster when I was a kid and I wouldn't walk down that aisle. I wouldn't. I refuse. I was. I was terrified of the cover of that movie. I mean, it's just a creepy movie. It really is. It was a very creepy book too. I even like. I mean, I was eighteen, seventeen when I read it. Even then, I was just. I mean, like not like I was getting nightmares from it, but I was definitely. I mean, it was creeped out. There was. There were moments where I would. Uh, I would second guess going into darker rooms. Like it was just. <laughs> It's a fucking, I mean, uh, Jesus, dude's a fucking clown, being all weird and shit, eating people, so, I mean, just weird, so, um, I don't know, I, um, I'm not super stoked to see this movie, but I am interested to see, like, the marketing campaign behind it, the people that go to see this movie, what it draws when it comes to the actual movie theater, and then, I mean, like, clearly this is, like, the perfect, like, Netflix movie, like so many people are gonna watch that on Netflix when it first comes when it finally comes out as like that scary movie, especially if they time it right with like Halloween or something like that. Um, yeah, I think it comes out twenty seventeen. Yeah, um, but it's yes, actually it it's it's two movies. Oh, it's two movies. They're, they're doing it, they're doing it as a two parter. Okay. Um, 
which because that's how the that's how the miniseries what the the made for TV movie series miniseries whatever okay. um, was was I remember it was two VHSs, um, but it uh, which I think makes sense because it is a long book, um, and that way you can get. But but the, for those of you who who aren't aware uh, of the story, it's about this um, this kind of evil that lives under this town in Maine. Um, and it can take kind of whatever form it wants to take, but it, it eats children, or it eats, it, it feeds off children and evil and fear, um, and that kind of thing. And it, a lot of times it takes the form of this clown. Um, and the book bounces around between when it was, what is like the present day when it's written. So like 1987 yes. and then like 19, uh, like 1957 or something like that, um, the 1950s. And so every 30 years, this evil comes back. Um, and it's about these group of kids that fought it 30 years ago as kids, and now they're adults and they come back to this town. And the, the book switches between the story of them as kids um, and the story of them kids fighting this thing and then as adults coming back to fight this thing. Mm-hmm. Um the way that the movies are going to be set up is that the first one is going to be all about the kids, and then the second one, the part part one will be all about the kids, and part two will be all be all about the adults. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that, um, just because I think one of the cool things about that book is the way that the story unfolds. Yeah. Um, of like, okay, it's these adults discovering things and then going back to these memories that they completely forgot. Um, so I don't, I don't know how they'll do it. I, I hope that it's not as cut and dry as the first one is 1950, the second one is 1980, or maybe now it'll be the first one is 1980 and the second one is 2011, 2011. Or, or yeah, yeah, so the 2010. Present time. Yeah, so. I, I'm not sure if they'll update it or not. I think it's almost a little hard because I, I hope that they, I hope that they do make kind of like period PC, um, just because I think there's also. Uh, you know, now in the now in the digital age, it's like, oh, you know, does someone have a picture of it? You know, and they just got they got to explain for why it doesn't, why it, it's just just said it in the eighties and, and let's, let's just make it a thing. Um, yeah, disposable cameras weren't the thing. So. <laughs> but it is going to terrify an entirely new generation of children, um, which it's going to scare your kids. Um, which is going to be, it's definitely going to be interesting because I think that there's more resistance to that than there was in like the 1980s. Yes. Um, like John Mulaney, John Mulaney like kind of went in, went into a village. Like there wasn't movies for kids. There was just like movies that kids went to. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how, how they market it. If they kind of intentionally market not to, because this thing is terrifying to children. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, like, like yeah, kind of it, it, a weird thing in general, but right, like this thing is like terrifying. Like, they very well may, um, I could, I could totally see them. You know, if I'm in charge of marketing it, like I think it would. I, I hope that they almost exclusively market it to adults and do their best to uh, kind of keep it out of reach of kids. Um, my uh, my my uncle has a great story of one time when he scared my aunt. Um, they had just watched it on TV, and she was terrified of it mm-hmm. um, when it when it first came out. And the way that their shower worked was that there was like a vent that you could like kind of like get under, um, like the way that the house was set up, um, and like you could talk into the bathroom. Yeah. So she was like seven or or younger, and is like showering, and he does like the we all float down here, and he he, he recalls vividly how how bad he got whooped. By my grandpa um, for uh, for for doing that, but they still laugh about it to this day. <laughs> so again, I, I've always had this connection with this uh, with this this movie, but I'm I'm very excited. I I think that they, I mean if they've already agreed to doing a two part movie, um, they're gonna put they, I mean they're gonna put all the stock they're they're gonna you know put all the money that they need to put into it because they're definitely not gonna they definitely wouldn't have agreed to a, a two part movie if it wasn't good yeah i agree with you on that one God, i just remember i've never seen the movie i just remember seeing cuts of like him in like a sewer and like him is like the moon and like him in like with like uh this is of course the the clown 
with like the newspaper over his face and he like lowers it down and it's just like what the fuck like what is this movie <laughs> it's fucking terrifying and like the one of the things that like it's tim curry is the uh is a clown in it sure and and uh they one of the stories is like the kids on set were terrified of him really he was like like he went like i think like full method for him and would just like those kids like would not be around him they were they were they were terrified of him i think the movie just because of the production values yeah um doesn't the tv movie doesn't i think it's not as scary as you know something you know like the exorcist or you know things that, that kind of still hold up um but his performance is raw and uh it's like a, a kid's playing it it's like a 26 year old kid oh really? um yeah it's a, he's a, a scars guard Oh, yeah, uh, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's a Skarsgård kid, and I'm just thinking, okay, if they cast a kid in this, his audition had to be terrifying. Yeah, he had to be really fucking good. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Um, okay. I, I have, I have very, but again, I'm a big Stephen King fan. Um, I, I think it will be, I think it will be very good. You're, uh, you're making me a believer, man. You're making me a believer. I'll probably, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if I'll, like, go pay money to go see it, but I'll probably, you know, I will. Uh, I'll be there. I'll, I'll make you go. I mean. Make me go? Will you yeah, I'll make you hand? go. Will you hold my hand? Dude, I, I told you, I uh, I went to go see The Conjuring 2 last week, and I'm pretty sure I broke my girlfriend's hand. Oh, it's so scary. Like, I was, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what is uh, happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, uh, yeah, no, I'll go. Me and, you can, me and you can snuggle. And then, I mean, that'll be great because if, if we're living together, we can just sleep with the lights on and just acknowledge. That's great. That's great. <laughs> acknowledge that. Dude, I wouldn't go near sewer grates as a kid because of that. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was fucking horrified. That movie's pretty scary, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a great time. All right, man. Well, is there anything else you wanted to say before we, uh, before we headed out? No, I think next week we'll be on break because yeah. um, because I'll be gone. But the following week I'll kind of report from at least outside of Comic Con and, and yeah. all that I've seen, and I'm and I'm sure there'll be there'll be a ton of news out of that um, as far as movies and first looks and, and things of that nature. Um, we gotta get we gotta get started on some of our features. Um, yeah, I actually so, was thinking I might uh, I might get a hold of uh, a few of the guys who were talking about interviewing, see if I can maybe work on that next week, since we probably won't be having an episode. So maybe I'll uh, I'll get the I'll get things moving. I know I've got at least we have I have at least two people we can interview. There's one we want to really we'd really love to get um, that will uh, I don't want to say anything about just because um, you know it's an interesting one and uh, it'll be cool if we get it, but. Um, We'll, uh, I'll keep, I'll keep, I'll keep that working. But right now we've got at least two people that'll be on the show. Um, well, so I'm guessing, so we got Tom yeah, uh, for Star Wars and then Olivia for Buffy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and actually, I've got, oh, go ahead. No, and I, I was actually hoping that we could, uh, with Olivia too, we could also talk a little bit about some comedy writing and whatnot with her play. And she, she is, oh, yeah, a very, yeah. she's a very interesting, uh, comedy or like comedic tone and personality and whatnot so i think it'd be fun to talk about a few things so but uh, oh yeah well we'll have a great time with her i also have a friend who's really into wrestling oh, okay. um yes. which i think would be i think would be very interesting to bring in so i uh so we'll start we'll start getting the getting the ball rolling on, on some of those and really uh really get that all get that all together but yeah so nothing next okay. week um in wake of my my California trip and, and Comic Con and all that. Um, yes. But uh, afterwards, I will 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 probably have an even longer one just because it's it's Comic Con. Um, oh yeah. And then and then start working on the what did I do with my life segment. Um, so it's uh yeah man this is gonna I'm, I'm having fun this is this is a good time. This is a uh, yeah we're we're really sorry about taking off here. This is right. This is about right when I figured we hit our stride. So people that uh, that feel like we know what we're doing, uh, you're welcome. Uh, but also, uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, whatever app you use for podcasting, you will find us on it. Just search my name, which is Sean Sears, or search the Modern Barbershop po- uh, Podcast Network, or search Closet Nerds. You can find us either way, or all three of those ways. Um, if you don't mind doing so, it would be fantastic if you wrote a review over us, good or bad. Um, it helps 
get us more recognition, but it also just helps us understand what we're doing well and what we're not maybe totally recognizing. So any we'll feedback the, is great. We'll be the top nerd podcast under the sports column. Oh, 100%. We'll be the only one. We, we've cornered the <laughs> yeah, we got we, we to get our – I don't know how that works, but we might need to, we might need to, to switch over. <laughs> we might uh, – I might make this a separate feed. This is a – Yeah, might, if, might, if, there, if, there's, uh, if, if there's some money to be kicked in, I'll, I'll kick it up. We'll, uh, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll make a separate feed eventually, so. Um, yeah. At some point, just to separate the sports with the, uh, with the nerd culture stuff, so. But yeah, um, yeah, beyond yeah. that, uh, this will be up on Facebook, Twitter, you know, Twitter, the, the SoundClouds, all that fun stuff, so find us one way or another, but uh, that's about it, man. Fun, uh, fun podcast, fun day. Um, oh, yeah, great, great time. All right, man. Cool. Well, if I don't talk to you, have fun in San Diego. I'll oh, well, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be texting you a ton of stuff. Good, good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. We'll, 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 we'll keep it up to date. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and you uh, enjoy the rest of your week, Adam. It's always a pleasure. All right, man. Take care. All right, later, man.